brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. We are a one-hour show that is rarely entertaining for more than 20 minutes at a time, but at least for this episode, we've managed to talk Brandon to wearing pants. Nope. Nope. It says, check check your pants at the door, and that's what I did. We have to have a serious, serious sit-down talk about your interpretation of the term business casual, sir. No, I think the rest of the people need to understand business casual. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Think of the children, man. Think of the children. There's no children in my business. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are the pantsless Made Man Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. I always enjoy the basement time. Good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. And Harmeet, if he could actually look this way at the microphone. I don't have to look at the microphone, Bob. I'm primping my pubic hairs so I can fit in with the decor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brent went all out. I don't even want. I don't There's even want literally to know where mistletoe. From. I don't even want to know where this comes from. Don't look anymore. Don't look away. <sighs> Brent and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. Uh, the Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with a representation in eight states. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check them out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. Just a bunch of drunks with big hearts. This show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the non-working animatic machines. Which, if they were working, would be serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. (laughs) Probably a dub... Probably at double retail. I was <laughs> pouring $1,000 whiskey the other night, but yeah, you weren't yeah, invited. Yeah, yeah. You can find them at uh, www.cheapsob.com. So mean. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> www.facebook.com slash finespirits or finespirits.net on I like, your local internet browser. I like mine better. Uh, our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. Got and, it right once. Love it. Yeah. Hey, blind, blind pen find, finds an acorn once in a while. So our SIP segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and every other beverage in the world. And today's show, we'll be discussing some whiskeys from Barrel Bourbon. And here's a list of the whiskeys that we're going to be tasting today. We have the Barrel Bourbon Batch 17. The Barrel Bourbon Batch 18, the Barrel Bourbon Batch 19, Barrel Bourbon Dovetail. They gave it a name? Nice. 
Everything's just a number, man. <laughs> I love it when he like joins in on the conversation. You know, it's like, actually, you know, we've been sitting here for half an hour discussing all of this before we turned the recording on, and now oh, he's just care. woken up. I stopped listening to you guys. Barrel Bourbon, <laughs> Dovetail, and then lastly, the Barrel Bourbon Infinite Barrel Project. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to have Justin do our sips ratings for us. Okay. So we'll be tasting and discussing, discussing, <laughs> discussing <laughs> these whiskeys. Oh, Brent, Brent's getting more peat today, huh? <laughs> and rating them with these sips ratings, plus our signature sounds, which here are disgustings. Are, yep. Here are those ratings now. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Brent drinking Iowa. Yeah. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my! I was unaware anything could be oh this good. Yes! 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 I, she was much more convincing than you were. He spent, he spent a little bit too much time in that drama class community college, I think. <laughs> uh, I, I love the hand gestures for radio, too. Those yeah. always helped. Yeah. You'd think he's, you know, he's like part Italian. He's talking <laughs> with his hand. <laughs> All right. So we're going to have Brent tell us a little bit about uh, Barrel Bourbon. First off, Barrel Bourbon is misspelled. <laughs> so Barrel Craft Spirits, the producers of Barrel Bourbon, was founded in 2013 by Joe and Janet Beatrice. Joe's involvement in the spirits industry goes back to the 1980s when his firm, Blue Dingo Digital, was busy creating digital presences for various brands in the spirits industry. But that all changed in 2012 after a trip to the local distillery when he was when he got the bug to get into the whiskey business on the production side. Built on, a Scot on the Scottish model of an independent bottler and blender, they began sourcing quality whiskeys and rums from various sources and blending them to try to make an end product that is better than the sum of its parts. And apparently it is working, as they have received numerous awards and accolades, starting with the release of their first batch, including the award for the best bourbon at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition for their Batch 11 release. After several years of building on their success, they are ready to take the next step by building their own distillery and hiring Trip Stimson, formerly of Brown Foreman, Kentucky Artisan Distillery, as their master distiller. Currently producing 2,000 barrels a year with plans to expand production already underway. Even when they their new make spirit reach maturity, they will continue with their sourcing and blending operations. So let's get started with our first whiskey. Harmeet, what do we got there? All right. Our first whiskey is the uh, the so uh, eponymously, eponymously named Batch 17. It's 112.5 proof, 56.25% ABV. The whiskeys in this batch were distilled and aged in Tennessee, Indiana, Kentucky, from a selection of 10-year, 4-month, 14- and 15-year-old barrels, respectively. The color is a beautiful mahogany, and on the nose... 
Uh, it's changed since I first tried it, but uh, I, it's a really starts out with some nice walnut, some cinnamon, white flowers, cherries, and apple. I think uh, as we were tasting before the show, uh, Brent said it's cinnamon and apple, but not enough to go apple pie. And I think that's very apt, Brent. Yeah. Ooh, so I'm just throwing, yeah. you, throwing you some props right away, my friend. Very good whiskey nose. Uh, and the palate is a little different. I was expecting to be sweeter, but uh, it, it got some nuttiness and some cake. And let me try that again. Mm. Just mouth coating. Really nice and viscous. That nuttiness, like I said. Um, and and it, uh, it finishes, though, sweet. Like pound cake and vanilla medium long and i've just really enjoyed it justin what do you think on the nose i got cinnamon brown sugar and like a sorghum cookie and on the palate it was spicy sweet and i got strong brown sugar notes and the finish fades away really nicely like a nice dream what do you think bob ah uh, well yeah well you know that's just like uh your opinion, man. I don't um, think it was as sugary as you, Justin. Bob? Hmm? You think it's sugary? Like, he said brown sugar, like, a lot. No, not a lot. Yeah, it's, it's just a little bit, you know. Yeah. A little I bit mean, of that. A correct amount, not, right. not anything. Like, a, like, a, like in baking of a brown sugar. Yeah. It's, so I, I, I have a hard time relating to the sorghum cookie thing. It's been, like, 30 years since I've had a sorghum cookie. I mean, it's got a it's it's got a big nose on it, and from that nose, you're kind of expecting a lot more oak than you actually get on the palate. Usually, yeah. when you get something with this, it's you're you're getting that oak bomb, and it's like licking the floor in a carpenter shop. But they managed to again blend. something I don't really relate to. But thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you do it. I've seen you do I've it. I've licked a lot of things, my friend. I'm sure you have. I swear. Here and here we go. Okay. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, every mm. once in a while he just comes up with one of these. And You've done enough. Have right. you no sense of decency, sir? At long last. No. Have you left no sense of decency? No, probably not. None, None. None whatsoever. None. But it's it's got it's got the big oak nose, but it doesn't have, you know, the the big giant oak tannin in it, so they've done a good job blending that out. I think it, it's pretty balanced. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The palate is very balanced, and you, from the nose, you might think it not it would not be, but um, cinnamon and baking spice on it. Um, there's a significant amount of oak, but not overly done. You don't get the walnut I'm talking about? Walnut? Hmm. No. I get more of the uh, sort of the bitter part of the walnut than the actual nut the part actual of the nut. walnut. Walnut skins? Yeah. But... Uh, a lot of oak. I get uh, a lot of molasses on this. So it's more of a, you know, it's somewhat sweet, but more of that sort of burnt caramel. Um, you know, well done. I mean, I think extremely well blended. They, they did a good job on this one. Uh, and it's got a really, it's got a really good mouthfeel too. Did Brent, did it still have that taste to you, that apple and cinnamon thing? Very much out? so. This is kind of like somebody was in the kitchen doing some holiday baking and they just took a lot of those different spices that they got and they blended them together and they mm. and they created this. So they did, it's an amazing job that they took yeah. whiskeys from Tennessee, Indiana, Kentucky. You have the three different ages and they were able to make this blend 
that really combines them together yeah, it's nicely. Like, it's like big oak, molasses, apple pie spice, you know. And all, there's no predominant, like sometimes on some of theirs, I've had a predominant, okay, this is, as soon as I taste it, I'm like, okay, this is George Dickel. Well, that's, you know, you know, and the nice thing I like about it is each batch is different. Right. You know, so, I mean, I guess they're going by what they can source. Is, right. Know, and they so they're doing the a phenomenal job blending this hand. right now. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to be rating this one a batch 17. Four sips. That's classified. And we're back, and we are discussing some bourbons and some whiskeys from the folks at Barrel Bourbon out of uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And we just finished talking about the Barrel Bourbon Batch 17, which we uh, rated at four sips. And we're moving on to the next batch. Let me grab the glass here. This is Barrel Bourbon Batch number 18. It's 111.56 proof, 55.78 ABV. Uh, the whiskeys in this batch were distilled and aged in Tennessee and Kentucky from a selection of 11, 14, and 15-year-old barrels. Um, like all the ones here, it's got a beautiful, nice color to it, almost like a almost like a dark walnut. Um, on the nose, on the nose, I get a lot of... Uh, it's more reddish. Getting a lot of orange on this. And then I get a little bit of uh, mint in the tip of the nose. Yeah, that citrus, uh, the citrus is definitely all up in the head. Um, and almost like a, like a, like a spicy cardamom. And then on the palate, hold on. Mm. On the palate, it's got a really nice mouthfeel. Um, I'm still getting the orange on that. I'm getting some berries on it. And then I'm getting some, uh, some coffee note and like a very, very, very dark chocolate, almost, uh, yeah, I get that's like more a bitter chocolate. Yeah, I get more of the dark chocolate than I do of a coffee. Yeah, very nice, very nice. What do you think, Brent? It's a beautiful blended. I, I mean, they've done a great job. They just did the two, the um, for the two states, Tennessee and Kentucky, with the three different barrel, three different barrel ages, and they did a great job. I love the with the nose, like the last thing on your nose. Is a, that lime kind of like that lime? That's just like you don't get that very often in a, you know, in a bourbon, you know. So you get that, and it's just like your last thing before you go to taste it, and you have that lime scent there, and then you get just your palate's covered with those, with those, the citrus, the orange citrus, the the honey, uh, um, you know, the yeah. chocolate. I, I that chocolate, and it's a beautiful it's almost, finish. It's almost Dalmore like. It's like a chocolate orange. I, yeah, I, exactly. I get, you I know with that the Christmas orange that he like was a talking about. Chocolate Christmas orange there. Yeah, the, you know that you get when it comes around once a year. It's um that's a You know, you can buy a, them in Godiva, you know, year round. Just saying. Not me. <laughs> chocolate covered orange peel. They only that's make them once a year. The ones you're buying in November are the old ones, you idiot. <laughs> no, you know, no, we no, all no. wait till Christmas I, and we get the fresh the ones. Chocolate, I know you're talking about those chocolate oranges that you you, you, that you crack them or whatever, but I'm talking about like just ch a, a citrus peel, candied citrus peel covered in chocolate. But And as you were saying lime, I got more lime peel rather than lime itself. And, yeah. And it's that just, mint that Bob was saying, it all shows up. It's, it's, it's just like, lime, it's like lime oil. It's like it's lime beautifully says, blended. I mean, it's. You know, what can you can say? You can see what they've been doing with this, and they took a no, lot. They've of time. had eighteen more batches to work. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, well, they've taken time to create some of these things. Um, I know they won their award with batch eleven, but I really wasn't that impressed with that one. Yeah, 
you know this is to me these are far better than batch 11 yeah it's yeah i mean palates vary right know? so right. this is actually my first time tasting these whiskeys thanks for inviting me kids justin Jane, you ignorant slut <laughs> thank you harm so justin on the nose the only note that i got that other people didn't mention was peanuts and when i first started drinking this spirit i got the heavy lime and as it got more air it got more cocoa and less lime and the lime moved from the beginning of the palate to the end and the finish is really long and nice it's a really quality whiskey yeah the whole nice. coat your whole mouth it's not with your you know with the finish you coat your whole mouth and then you get this you know this lingering lingering down your down your body but it's it's very pleasant one of the nicest finishes I've had in a, in a bourbon in a long time. I don't know. I'm, he's just talking about things lingering down his body, and I just threw up my mouth a little bit. So could somebody uh You said he should put his pants back on. He's still not yeah. complying. Could you, could you wash not, the soundboard left, for a minute while yeah. I go rinse my mouth out a little bit? <sighs> Dear Lord. There's an image that I can't get out of my head. We are, we are not made for uh, TV. We're on radio. This is also true. Thank God. I don't know. At uh, oh, by the way, have we had our uh, any of the twenty minutes of entertainment? Have any of those come up yet? No, they'll be sending Maury back in a box. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's you know, they said money or humor, and I offered the humor instead mm. because I figured I was. Oh, free. for those of you who don't know, what he's talking <laughs> about. Uh, apparently, Maury is AWOL from this episode because he may have been kidnapped. Yeah, we've been asking for body parts to prove that they right. actually got him, but nobody sent proof of yet. life. Yeah, right. Well, you were asking for a toe. Some I was people asking want a for picture like, you know, in a newspaper, a but we want a digits. cerebral lobe or something like that. You know, something I can really tangible. You know, I th- can we can we do a DNA thing from CSF, a, a cerebrospinal fluid? Just tap his spine. Let us let us know if you've got him. I don't have to worry about that. I'm an attorney, so therefore, <laughs> that's nothing that's ever going to happen in my world. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, <laughs> I I I enjoyed it. Are we get this. Are we giving us a rating? Are we getting any? Are we getting any? Uh, are we like getting the entertainment value out of this yet? You want a rating? Yeah, rating. Come to rating. Are you you want a rating? I want do a rating of this. Rate it. Rate it. Rate well, it. Maybe do I it. don't rate want it. to give it. it. Rate it. You rate want it. me to give you a rating? Oh, signature sound. There's a signature <laughs> sound associated with this. Oh well, allow me to retort. Okay then, fine. <laughs> it's not one. It's not two. A, it's not three. All of a sudden, he's in a it big, big hurry. Four sips. Cuatro. All of a sudden, he's in a big, big rush. I, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to put my pants back on to figure the show's over. I can put my pants back on. Otherwise, you're Brent's, in the basement. At, sitting here pantless. This is you're why in the I do this show two, blindfolded. This is you're in the basement at two in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Get comfortable, kids. Get comfortable. All right. So we're, we're going all to, very uncomfortable. <laughs> we're going to the next one, and uh, Justin is going to tell us about that one. So we have Barrel Bourbon Batch 19. It's a hundred nine point four proof. Or 54.7% alcohol by volume. The whiskeys in this batch were distilled and aged in Tennessee and Kentucky from a selection of nine and a half to 14 year old barrels. The color I got was like a dark orange brown on the nose. <laughs> brown. Brown. Orange. Dark orange. <laughs> yeah. Justin's middle name is Thesaurus, in brown. case you didn't know. The nose, I got sourdough bread, a pack of menthol cools, and ginger. (laughs) 
Oh man, that's like a good Saturday night, right? Uh, yeah. On the palate. Saturday night in San Francisco. <laughs> I got caramel, salted almonds, and it had a medium finish to it. What'd you think? <laughs> uh, don't give me okay. attitude, sir. Okay, stop. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about of the this. uh of the three that we had with the batches, the the 17, 18, 19, um, this one is <laughs> this this one is a little bit off to me. There is kind of is kind of missing something. Mental cigarettes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, you know I, he, he specifically means cools, cool, not, not just cool. menthol. Yeah, not not cool, cigarettes. cool cigarettes. I I don't know yeah. where I get that. The and I I, I kind you know I, I almost agree with him about the sourdough. It's kind of weird. Yeah, Put that well, in my head, man. No, it's you get a lot of you get a lot of um, a lot of fruit on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get. I don't get a menthol. Oh. <laughs> just no hope, none whatsoever for you two. To me, to me, it's it's mint without the whole tobacco cigarette thing going people on. People like this are a menace. To oh yeah, the, the menthol definitely masks the regular tobacco flavor. Yeah, that's the whole point of menthol. Okay. This is over the top. Yeah. Okay. No. Moving on. I have to go back to, I have to taste this now again. You know just start because, all, just start all over. Let me rewind this damn tape and let's just start all let's, let's, over. Let's do this show again, with yeah. our, but with our pants on. Yeah. Maybe that would help. No, I get a lot of the, a lot of the bourbon notes with this, you know, the, with the caramel, the the vanilla, the the baking spices, a little bit of lemon there. It tails off with a little bit of lemon on the finish. Um, <laughs> some some menthol. I don't know where I get menthol. I don't know these. I got I got giggles over here, and he gets this one going. I can't stop either one of them. It's like one of those no, outtakes, I, you know. But from I get like the a funny movie. you know I get the berries. You know I get the berries and the fruit off of it, and uh, definitely and it's baking nice. spice in there. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I, the are they cool berries? Cool berries? Are they cool? only on the nose? No, the palate doesn't have any menthol cools at all. Oh god! The, the <laughs> if I have to, I have to judge. There if I have goes. to judge, you got me going. I have to judge between the three of them, and I prefer the other two more than I like this one. This is more like a camel crush. Bash. Yeah. Yeah, it's no. I don't know what the hell is coming from. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm telling you, man, I I I agree with you, Brent. Of the three whiskeys, batch whiskeys we named or we tasted today, this is my least favorite. But it's that's not bad, not, and that's not bad. It's that's not bad. It's not right. It's not like it's not like oh, this is a downhill. You know, we're heading for disaster. Yeah, no, you, know, you have to. It's unique. It is unique, and it's good. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's. It is something different. I like what they're doing here. I like that they're taking, you know, barrels from different states and different distilleries, putting them together, making a creation. We do. Do we know any details about their creations? Do we know how many barrels they use? Do we know this is our marriage time? I mean, in Scotland, I don't think they disclose any of that. They'll marry them in a big vat for a year or so sometimes. It's amazing no. how he always gets curious and has all these questions after he gets here and sits down. He never has them before. I asked them, we're ready. I asked them on the air because never I want to put you on the these. spot, Mr. Producer Ever. Man. Yeah. Putting you on the spot. I can tell where you my, where they where blend them. Louisville. Louisville. Or Louisville for those so, for the natives. 
so they can be married in Louisville because they're just cousins. Louisville. 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 So a lot of you married as cousins. There you go. Yeah. No, that's Louisville. Unlike Alabama, but we won't go there, will we? No. So, see, my wife escaped that. I'm from the whole different side of the planet, my friend. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, but this, there are some distilleries that are. This just, is her second marriage. The first one was to her cousin, though. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some. <laughs> there are some places that you know in Kentucky that are taking and getting barrels from different places, letting you create your own bottle. Which yeah, is, which is a very unique thing as well. It's just unique, or it's not very unique, as superfluous. Yeah, it's, well, it's there's it's redundant. There's it's only not a couple superfluous. Pl- there's only a couple oh, places right, that are right. doing it. You know, you take, you take, you go nice from the one that one back at him. Way to go. You got I mis- hate people who say you very unique. You shut Mr. Smarmy right up, didn't you? Stop <laughs> saying very unique, man. Stop doing it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Smarmy fairy. all of a sudden got quiet. Hey, you know what? Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, we're already off the rails. I'm sorry. But they're doing this process, and it's a unique very... And uh-huh. uh, and you can take and you can take and sample the different barrels that they have there, and then you can make your own blend. And I think what they've done here with Barrel Bourbon is they've done this on a on a large scale process and a better process because they've done it with an entire barrel with the entire barrels. Yeah, I, I've I've been to bl- many blending seminars. And th- I just don't have the touch. Let the professionals do it. These guys are doing a good job. Right. I've what tried making my own blends. It's hard. I've, it's hard. I've talked to his wife about it many times, and she says and he she does says not he have, does the, touch not have the touch. We all agree on that. She's not even. Yes. But I've got the tongue. Mm-hmm. Well, she <laughs> says it's not hard. Ah. My correction. Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah. Uh, you guys are hopeless. I don't know. This is a PG-13 episode, I think. I don't know. I, I like this one. I think it's. I think it's nice. It's. It's is. It's. It's. It of the three. It, of it the is. Three, it is my there. third. You know, is my third favorite of right. the three. But I think it's an excellent whiskey. It's extremely well done. Very much so. Uh, there's nothing wrong. I mean, you have to have. It's like a child. Whether anybody says it or not, you have to have a favorite child. And you should beat the least favorite. Yeah. My second one tells me that all the time. So. <laughs> Let's hope they're not listening to the Usually show. Usually when the first one's going to wonder which around. one it is. Right. I tell, each one of them, I tell them. Or I do they know? One. Right. Yeah. I, each one of them, I say, listen, you're my favorite child. Don't tell the other one. Yeah. Hmm. That's what you do. That's good. They don't find out till the will Then comes you get the self-esteem going. Them. Right. Exactly. You yeah. Know, like, you're my favorite, but don't tell the other. Right. I said no, I, th- I think it's right. nice. It's it's definitely like a salted caramel. Um, no. I get a, on the palate, I get the salted caramel. I get, I get more than one of you said that salted caramel thing. I do not get it. In fact, I got the menthol. The menthol was there. So I get caramel and salted almonds, but tomato, tomato. I get, a, I get, a, I get the orange zest, and I get, uh, I get a little bit of sage in the tip of the nose, sort of behind the menthol. That you just pulled that one you out of your the, butt. No the sage, lemon, kind of absolutely. a lemony finish. It's like absolutely. A, it's yeah, there. he's I right. Brent, Brent is right on this episode. Yeah, more than he's been right any other episode. There's something wrong. He's with on this. it. He's on it. You know, it's uh, you get this lingering Bob's lemony stuff finish. up. Mm-mm. No, I've got it. It's it's, it's there. I can. The sage, it. really? Yeah. Ah, okay. You sure it's not a stripper named Sage? No, and I get a, I get a little bit of hint of a uh, little bit of hint of toasted coconut on it, and I definitely it's get been, some. It's uh, been made in American oak. American oak gives you coconut flavors. Gee, thanks for telling us that. So you're, we couldn't have lived without you're your. You're always you're always pulling out. You're pretending you get toasted coconut. 
Yeah. Do you want me to? <laughs> you want me to start naming off the chemical compounds in the wood that gives you that? Never mind. Right. Do it. Do it. Do it. Let's hear it. And I get uh, I get some of the lemon note as well. So, but yeah, all in all, a, an excellent whiskey. Um, I think they did a good job with this one. So, signature sound, man. Signature sound. Let's do it. You want the signature sound? All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is the universal signature sound for all that is awesome in life. Come on. I mean, there's nothing better than the macho, man. Yeah. Now, we're going to rate this one three sips. Interesting. It was interesting. It was. Yeah, it was very interesting. You know what's even more interesting? All of them, all of, you know, every single one of them is very interesting. What's even more interesting is the one Brent is going to talk about. This one, Brent, your next one is even more interesting. Hmm. All right, we're going on to the next one. Okay, this one is Barrel Bourbon Dovetail. It's 123.8 proof or 61.9% ABV. This expression is made for a blend of 10-year-old distilled in Indiana, finished in Jerome. Done. Vin- done, done. Done. Put your glasses on. Done, done vineyards. vineyards. Cabernet Barrels. An 11-year-old bourbon distilled in Tennessee finished in black strap rum casks and LBV port pipes. See? More interesting. And of all the things you could have asked, you asked him to put his glasses back on, you still have made him put his pants back on. I got a better chance of him putting his glasses on than his pants. <laughs> see? Never He's putting happens. them on right yeah. now. <laughs> Never uh, happens. There you go. Yeah, I, can't see I can't do with that. The, what it, are... So it, I really it doesn't don't, help if you've been drinking this much. The glasses won't no, help. No, no, no. They don't, they don't help. But the color of this is a nice, nice dark copper color. Like, like I always like to say the dark copper penny color. It's beautiful. Uh, and the nose, you get a lot of fruits. You get the apricots, the grapefruits. You get apples. Uh, you get a little bit of floral notes. It's like, a, it's like when you open up that can of fruitcake at Christmas. You get fruitcake you know? in a can? Yeah, yeah, it comes in a can. It always comes in a can. Mm. Your fruitcake comes in a can, that doesn't it? Tin, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Mine yeah. does. Yeah. 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 You're and talking if, to a heathen down here on the end of the table, okay? Come I on. used to buy the best fruitcake available made by these damn monks in New Orleans. They don't make them anymore. They don't sell them anymore. That stuff was all local. It was amazing. Can't yeah. Then when you're... Uh, uh, no don't tins. Don't give me attitude, sir. Yeah, okay. Then when I go to it, when I when I taste this, oh, it's just beautiful. I get this nice dark chocolate notes, a nutmeg, get a little bit of cocoa, uh, some baking spices, some little, just a touch of black pepper. On you got this, black pepper? A little bit of black pepper. So I was thinking, that I was trying to determine if it's black pepper or white pepper, but it's a pepper note. Unlike you racist bastards, I don't see color when it comes to pepper. I just see <laughs> pepper. pepper. That's why I pepper. always give Brent red, I mean, br- Bob red, red pepper. I red couldn't tell. Pepper. I can't tell the difference between these two white guys, Brent, Bob, whichever, the one across from me. He oh, asked for black pepper. I always give him the red pepper. See my great-grandmother's Native American, which still makes me 9,000 times more than Elizabeth Warren. So you can call me red. That's fine. You're a red man. If my dad was one generation closer, he'd be getting a check from one of the casinos. So <laughs> This is well, unique, very... Oh, stop. <laughs> I will cut you. I will cut you. I'm not even going to let you finish. Let's go to a commercial and see if we can get this back in track here. And we're back, and unfortunately, we still haven't managed to chase Brent down and get pants on him. It's kind of like chasing with a greased pig, but, uh, you know, 
He's sitting in the corner now, sort of minding his business. So I, I think we'll be all right. No, I'm not. I'm not a corner people. Well, maybe I am he's, in the corner. He's more of the center of the floor pig in the ballerina. Yeah. Two, but, two, but overall, overall, this is uh, this blend. I'm going to get back to this with this dovetail. So why they have you, they have really do you, done? Why some they int- give this one a name? Why well, I don't I, I don't know why they gave it a name. I guess you know instead of a batch. Uh, is, because is of the stuff they be a, a regular release by them is that a, a, well this is not just a batch of whiskeys these are ones that have been finished they right they finished yeah. it in those in the dun vineyard uh, the cabernet barrels and then that black strap rum cast and the lbv port pipes i don't know what those exactly the lbv are. means late bottle vintage hmm. they don't always do vintage when it's when it's not a generally considered a, a vintage year they can sometimes call it an lbv when they, they'll give they'll designate it as a vintage when it's been held longer in the bottle i don't remember all this stuff but L- i've never heard of lbv referred to port it's usually referred if there's sherry's that are lbv okay well so this one is different but or no i'm sorry i've got that backwards i've been drinking <laughs> yeah that's right so glad he's late, with us yeah awesome oh dear lord do yeah. know the source? We don't yeah. know the source. Of the be quiet, powder. Brent. You were saying, yeah, but this one really does remind me of a of you know starting off as a fruit cake and then just finishing up with the chocolate. Hey, 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 hey! Watch that fruit cake stuff. We're, yeah, yeah, we're in the 2019 here. Okay, that's that's offensive. Yeah, and then it comes in with that dark chart, that dark chocolate, and the nutmeg on the you know on your palate, and the finish is just beautiful. I love this one. I mean, this one here. This is by far my favorite of the day so far. Really? It really is. I, I, I mean, it's, it's so a unique. Tough call for me. It is so unique. Unique, very. so unique. You can't do unique, very. Don't, don't start with a very unique. <laughs> There's something wrong. You know? You're sitting next to the grammar Nazi, apparently. I today, know that. So. That's why I had that unique, very. The guy who got you a know C what's in worse English than class. Grammar Nazis, real Nazis. Just regular Nazis. Don't, don't do that. It's a beautiful mouthfeel, though. I mean,. What do, you, what do you not like about this one? There's nothing not to like. It's just not right. the best whiskey I've had. But I don't know about... I, I think I like number one just as much, if not more. No? The f- bat really? 17? 17? No? Justin, we're way in. You're just sitting there with your so, mouth. So when, when, when Harmeet mentioned New Orleans, king cake came to mind. This is and not a king lot of cake elements by any king cake. cinnamon. I got cinnamon. apricots, roses. Oh, what king cakes are you eating? The ones, you know, where you try not to swallow the, the baby. fancy ones. The fancy ones. Yeah. And I had cocoa, molasses, nutmeg on the palate in this one. And the finish is really long. And it's really good. I really like this stuff. What do you think, Bob? Uh, this it is very so interesting. Too many words for you, yeah. Justin. It's a, it's a, a, I mean, th- I think they did a really good job on this. I think it, it came out. It's, it's really lovely. I... I think it's one of my two favorites of the day. So I was asking, seven batch seventeen or, or dovetail, Justin? I'm not getting into that right now. I'm talking about this one. You go back to sleep. So yeah, on the palate. Well, on the I, nose, I was going back to Justin because I think Justin didn't put any weigh in. He never weighs in. On the nose, I'm definitely getting apricots on this. Um, I brought in the menthol cools. Thank you very much. Yeah, you did. So there you go. And I'm getting the floral notes on the nose, but on the palate, it's 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 all cocoa. It's this I mean, is the most confusing whiskey. That's it's, why 
it's definitely it's the most unique from the nose to the jet palate. black, dark, dark, dark chocolate. Right. See, but um, the palate does not match the nose. Exactly. That's so right. Exactly that's it. what's so weird about it. That's why I kind of think I both like good. The batch one. The batch this was like, this is like the double, yeah. like the double hit. You get yeah. that, you get a one whole nose and then you get a whole different palate. Like they don't. Like I don't you want get it all to the f- line up, Harm. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, this, one of my one of my qualm, uh, quibbles about um, a lot of wines or and, and some whiskeys we've had before, the nose promises the world and the palate falls flat. This nose promises the world and then the palate gives you a different dimension. Right, but it's, I thought I was going to Earth. I ended up on it, Mars. This is wrong. Right, it but it weird. still gave you the world. It gave you a totally different world. It gave you yeah, two right. totally different exactly. world. It gave you a world worlds. too where Hitler didn't lose. <laughs> No, you are watching too much Star Hitler Trek. Harmony. Okay, I gotta <laughs> say, you know, you're gonna get Spocko with his heater. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the, you, the thing you, that you, I really you think got. You're, you think you're in. Uh, you think you're in the Federation, and it turns out evil Spock is there. It's not good. The thing I really got in this, you can tell it's black strap rum because yes. I, there's black strap molasses in this. I mean, yeah. it's almost as if they poured a teaspoon in this glass. Absolutely right. And that's really, really showing through. That's sh- that showing through more than either of the other two casts to me. But I didn't get any of that black strap on the nose. It's not there. On the palate, it's right there. Well, molasses doesn't it's- have a very pronounced aroma anyway. Mm, I beg to differ. Well, you can differ. I try not to beg. I try not yeah, to. It's not what your wife tells me. Well, yeah, that that's a whole different dynamic, my friend. It's a whole different dynamic. We're we're on a whiskey show. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> are you pouring some more? Uh, I, yeah, I'm looking greedy? at the bottle too because I think these are all non-chilled filtered. Because if you look at them, you can see the sediment in there. Ah. You can see the sediment and stuff. And in the first you see glass, a little bit of fatty acid in it. I had, yeah, yeah. I had the, you know, I had sediment in the bottom of my first right, glass I just, when I was. I doing just it. did a few drops of water in here. Those are there's a ton of fatty acids coming. There's a lot. This is definitely not non-chill filtered. So, yeah, beautiful. this is definitely not non-chill filtered. This is definitely non-chill filtered. Hey, thank you. Okay, I'm, grammar Nazi, yeah. double negative. <laughs> I'm ah. sorry. I've been drinking. I don't, care. I don't care. Either. The rest of us have been drinking our English. As long as it was fine. not very unique, we're good. Huh? Everybody else is fine. Apparently, it's just uh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Saucy what, on what the What differences did you get with the water? I haven't tasted it yet. I'm just I'm saying when I poured the water, you can oh, see you the fatty acid. This top. is definitely Yeah, you can see it right at the top. When you did that, I can see that too. All right. On the nose. That, uh, that sugariness is more pronounced. And on the palate, it's a little lengthened. I, I don't get the grapefruit that somebody mentioned earlier, but definitely the apricots are more pronounced. The floral notes are beautiful. And then that damn palette that changes everything. It's yummy, but now I'm getting more of the fruit that I sat on the nose coming out on the palate. Now it's matching more. Matches more when you added the water. Add the water. I just added. I just added a couple drops, so I'm going to yeah. try it as well. I saw you doing your uh, amateur capful. You can freehand that, my friend. Not right now. Because right. <laughs> you know, Brent never adds water to anything, so that was amazing. So there you go. I'm not getting that big you know, of a difference. You don't know, see, it's not matching more. I'm getting more of the no. fruit, but before I wasn't getting the fruit. Before on the palate, it was all about chocolate. I get and and your uh, your black pepper because you know you don't. I get a You're lot very more racist about your pepper. I get a no, lot more I'm floral. The anti-racist. I get a lot You're more the floral on colors. the nose with the water on it. I got more cocoa and pepper. Oh, really? Yeah. 
What? The, the apricot After the water. Come out? A- apricot I had come apricot before. Yeah, I had apricot on the before. Palate? Yeah. yeah. But now, now that I've added the water. I had apricot on the nose, but gone. now I'm adding with the water. I'm getting the apricot on the palate, too. I haven't had it yet. Mm. No. Yes. The apricot is very strong on the palate. Now I'm getting a little. So just now a, all of a sudden I'm right. Yeah. Well, very uniquely right. <laughs> now I'm getting just a little bit of the floral note on the on the palate with yeah. the, but it's still there's it's still uniquely different. And I just want to cut you. Just want to put your pants back on so I can slap you. Apparently, I don't want to touch you. I don't want to touch you. You don't have pants on. Intoxication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a different levels of intoxicated harm. This is the one where he's right. angry. Right. Yeah. I'm very happy drunk, my friend. Not, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Right. <laughs> Keep drinking. Apparently, I've got enough in you. All right, so we're going to be rating the uh, Barrel Bourbon Dovetail four sips. That's classified. All right, so we're going on to the last one that we have today from the folks at Barrel Bourbon, and this is the Barrel Whiskey Infinite Barrel Project. Uh, this is 117.5 proof, 58.5% ABV. Can I see the bottle, please? And the release is... Oh, no, sorry. That'd be 58.75 ABV. This release is the ultimate expression of the Infinity Bottle, a concept that a lot of whiskey geeks are familiar with, where you have little bits and pieces of different bottles. You get one big bottle, and you pour them all in whenever you have leftovers. Um, I don't like Infinity that concept. Bottle, I don't like that concept. I've never done it personally, but I know a lot of people who do it. I mm-hmm. can't. I don't think I can abide by it. It's just kind of weird. I found with my crystal meth, it doesn't work that way. Uh, <laughs> when you mix them up, the blue one goes with the white one, goes yeah, with the clear one. It just yeah, it doesn't seem to work out for me very well. Uh, Last time I did that, I you know was you know running around. You screaming have surprisingly for a large number of teeth left in your mouth for doing that. Oh, they're all fake. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. Uh, but the folks at Barrel Bourbon uh, started this uh, with a blend of nine whiskeys from four different countries, the United States, Scotland, Ireland, and Poland. Who knew? What, who knew Poland had a whiskey? I asked Poland. I'm thinking vodka. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> right. well, they make great eau de vie. You know, a wonderful uh, Schlivovitz plum brandy. There you go. It's time to go to Poland and do a whiskey That may have been their downfall, maybe. Well, as they Are you remove... Sure you know, Hitler and the the Nazis. How many times can we talk about Nazis? <laughs> yeah, apparently you're, you're You've been obsessed. watching Hogan's Heroes too you much. call just, me a grammar Nazi. Just go sit in the corner and be quiet. <laughs> so as they remove a portion uh, to bottle each new batch, they replace the lost volume with new whiskeys. So this thing is going to be changing constantly. I, I believe they've had uh, like five or six different... So this is this different so than the Solera process, which yeah. is this, you know, I don't know if people are, the Solera process just takes your old batch and then they blend that into your new batch. Right. So this is different than that. Yeah. This is more of the the infinity bottle that people create at home. Yeah. But when you do a Solera process, you're, you're racking the barrels, you're changing the barrel composition like... The older stuff moves to the top, and it's it's. Well, you're taking your own product and yeah. and taking the the newer stuff and blending into all the older stuff and, and and going forth. This they're taking all the different whiskeys and putting you know the leftovers. Uh, are they, they just have buying leftover it. whiskeys from around the world? What's going on? Well, I don't think they're leftover whiskeys. No, I mean they're going out there and sourcing particular yeah, whiskeys that they clearly want. from what yeah. we've tasted. They're careful what they're sourcing. They're not buying yeah. garbage. 
You know, these guys have a process and whatever they're doing, they're doing it well. Yeah. Because we've so, tasted wonderful blends. But, you know, when they're blending, you end up with, you know, maybe a gallon here or a gallon there of something left over that you didn't need for the last batch that you were I doing. I just asked if they're buying it. leftover whiskey and then you just use the so, word leftover after telling me no. He doesn't know exactly what, yeah. they're, and they're not, and they're not revealing exactly what they're doing. They're Let me rephrase that doing. again so that he can open his ears. When you're blending, you end up with bits and pieces of leftover barrels because you didn't need quite 53 gallons for that batch of one particular whiskey. So maybe you have a little bit left over, and what are you going to do with that? Well, this is, uh, I think, this is a very innovative idea to if be it able were to me, take. I'd those. just take it home and drink it, but you know, that's me. I might share it with my well, friends. That's what happened to you. So, yeah. um, so that's basically this, you know this, this the, the so concept long. here. It's the same thing that people do at their house, except they're just doing it on you know an industrial scale, in an industrial so. barrel size. It's the meatloaf of bourbon. If anybody out right. there has a good infinity bottle they have at home, let us know. Just just send us an email. A lot but of people send us a sample. A lot of people claim yeah. they have the a great infinity bottle. I have not tasted one yet. Yeah, but a lot of people claim it. Well, they right. claim it. Yeah, I've had customers and friends bring me samples of their infinity bottles. It's like, wow. Okay, Bob, tell us more about this one. Well, it's what got a think? very unique nose. <laughs> it's because, uh, I mean, you're basically getting a blend there. There's like no indistinct, nothing like sticks out at you. Well, it's, you know, you've got Scotch, you've got Irish, you've got Polish, you've got American, so you've probably got some Kentucky and probably got some maybe some Indiana, it's, maybe some it's, Tennessee It's confusing because every time I come back to Nose, I get something different. Yeah. And it's not always pleasant, though. It's the thing. It's like uh, there's wonderful complex whiskeys out there. Every time you come back, it's complex and harmonious, and, but this is like kind of jarring to me. You know, what'd you get like just now? Just I don't think it's jarring. I, I just think it's 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 hard to place. Because you're not getting one particular style in it. Um, or I don't have to look for one particular style. I'm getting, know. you know, I'm I'm getting a very I'm getting a very big sweetness on the tip of the nose, um, but it's not, you know, it's There's not a joke it's in not there. popping. Like doing it. It's not popping out like a uh, you know like a bourbon sweetness. You know the other. Mo- I mentioned other, Eau de Vie from Poland. It smells almost like plum the other whiskeys are sort of going in and 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 sort of balancing it, you know, sort of bringing it all out into even. So it's 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 different. But let me try a sip here. Nobody else got plum brandy? I got that? Pinot Noir. Mm. Really? Yeah. Did you bring first it note. what happened? No, that was the first note I got first time around. But the palate keeps changing as air hits it, too. Yeah, I, I'm getting almost a, almost like a cognac note to it. Um, I'll give you that. It's very front forward on your palate. It's what very front forward. Very it's front forward. Front, I mean, yeah. it's it's a, a little bit off putting that it's so front forward. You know, the, the tip right toward the tip of your tongue, kind of. Yeah, kind it's of it's all it's the front half of your tongue and not the back half. But yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's got so almost it's, a, doesn't have that whole creamy mouthfeel that you have with the with the cut with some sip. of the others. Yeah, it's got a it's got a cognacy note to it. It's. Uh, it's definitely different. I've never had anything like it. What what did you think, Brent? Um, I pulled a harm on this one, you know, because I, I read the I read the description. Means. I read the description, and then I made a preconceived notion of what it was going to be like. And uh, but this is this is not a bourbon. This is a whiskey, and so it doesn't have any bourbon notes to it like we have with all their other batches, which I'm you know which I kind of miss. I'm missing missing all those. So. 
you know, a little too different for me. Harm? Particularly not not impressed by this whiskey. It's just too weird. Not my thing. Now, what do you think, Jason? When I first had it, it was really gross. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Pulls no punches. When I drank it again, it, it it's starting to grow on me. I don't know if it was air hitting it. Like, first... Oh. Well, we're going to be rating this one two sips. Well, isn't that nice? Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, radio Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, PRX, and pretty much any place you can find a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google Play Podcasts at Sud Smokes. And we love your feedback, and you can reach us online at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at sipsudsmoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at sipsudsandsmokes or at mademanbop. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. And I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. Thanks. You know, I had a lot of uh, preconceived notions about barrel bourbon, and I think this tasting really changed those. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Harm. Thanks for having me, Bob. Uh, putting my pants back on. The whiskeys were good today. I had never tasted them before, but unfortunately, we, we finished on one I didn't like, but the rest were fantastic. I think they do a good job. And thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. An amazing day in the basement. Yep, not not a shabby day at all. So for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Band Bob, and we thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. What do you think, Samuel? It's my job to handle life and death situations on a daily basis. It's what I do, and I'm very good at it. He is. you have any idea how hard it is to find a Samuel L. Jackson uh, sound clip that doesn't have a bad word in it? <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 